And yeah, what if I tried something like this? You know, maybe a It's a little laid back. Maybe you want something a little heavier. Uh, well, probably not heavy, but you're now listening to. Hi guys. So this is something new. Um, Marty's gonna do her intro with me. Hey. <laughs> this is a deep voiced rando, as she just referred to herself. We just recorded the podcast <laughs> and she said, You never told people who I was and I said, I always do that at the beginning on my own. She goes, Oh, because I was worried they were gonna wonder who was this deep voiced rando. I was hoping that they would think it was maybe like the voice of you know, as some some other otherworldly being. Like your subconscious or maybe... That would be amazing. Talking to you. I'm, your, I'm your butch-voiced subconscious. <laughs> Where is Talking there? over your shoulder. I would love it. Are you sure you want to add that extra shot? <laughs> <laughs> so if if I were to give you an introduction, which I guess I'm doing right now, yeah. who who are you to the internet? Who do you want to be? Where is my there? Where is your identity? Uh, well, I'm not anyone to the internet, mercifully. Okay. Uh <laughs> Don't Google me. Uh, <laughs> well, so far all we've said is that your name is Marnie. So. Yeah, my name is Marnie. And um, I guess in in respect to this uh, situation, I'm one of the uh, co-directors of ACAMP, of autostraddle.com's offshoot camping, adult camping situation, of which we've been um, very proud to have Deanne a part of Yeah, recently. Well, I, we referenced that in this podcast, yeah. and we didn't fully get into it. Um, but you guys should check it out. ACAMP is amazing. ACAMP.org. It's a-camp.org. Okay. I do comedy there. It's mm-hmm. kind of life changing. Yeah. I mean, to put it mildly. Yeah. To put it in like a non, you know, <laughs> dramatic way. It's life changing. I mean, can we reference the Tumblr? Mm-hmm. We can? Yeah, we can reference any Tumblr you want. We can tumble the sh- tumble away. <laughs> tumble Is the Tumblr home? just Marnie the Bear at Tumblr.com? Oh, that Tumblr. Oh, yeah. yeah it's Marnie the Bear at Tumblr.com. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I thought you saw me do that because I said, "Can we reference the Tumblr?" I put the mic away and I, I mouthed. <laughs> Submissions are welcome. There's also an ACAMP Tumblr. Are welcome. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody has random pictures of you dressed as a bear that You'd you don't be know surprised. About. Submissions <laughs> are welcome. You think you know me? Yeah. All right. Check her. Check her out at marniethebear.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. And check out acamp.org and uh, come check us out on the mountain. Yeah, guys, you're gonna enjoy this one. We got we got fully into it. Mm-hmm. The question of where is there is the mountain. That's where there is. We've answered it. Now we've answered it in the intro. <laughs> You're fucking up everything. For this. You've changed the rules. You've Spoiler alert. Flipped the script it's on this the podcast. Mountain. All right. Enjoy it, guys. The question is. What is the question? Where is there? Where is there? Did I put the emphasis in the right place? There's only three places you could put it. Where is there? And I feel like you put it in a good place. Okay, thanks. Where is there? Where is there? Yeah, that's what I did. Because if you say where is there, it almost suggests like there's going to be something else. Like where is there what? Like where is there good coffee near here? Where is there cheap? Cheap, <laughs> cheap, cheap drugs. Cheap what? Cheap drugs? Where is there cheap? Of all the things you could have filled that in with. I mean, I had a lot I scrolled through in my mind that were worse, if you could imagine. Where's, <laughs> cheap, where is there? Cheap uh, drugs. Where is there? That's where really is my funny. mind at? Is, where is, most where is are, the bear of my mind? Most people are just looking for drugs in general. The fact that you take it to that next level. <laughs> Listen, I don't just I'm not, want drugs. I'm not just looking for drugs. I'm also frugal. I need cheap drugs. <laughs> yeah. Is there like a bulk... A bulk section somewhere. It's funny that you mention it. I think because I've been thinking about New Year's, I've been thinking, where am I going to get some MDMA? Which is not something I normally think or worry about. 
but suddenly I'm like planning way ahead for New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, when one has MDMA, like, you know, to be worried about where it came from, perhaps, as opposed to where. Right? Just where, where am I going to source now it? Now that it's in your hand, there's a whole new set of words. Where, well, this went downhill there, fast. Where is where? I have teenage listeners, and can I just say to them, don't do drugs. What is your um, podcast listener? I don't know, um, but I think I reference it enough that <laughs> actually I shouldn't even be doing it now because someone emailed me recently, like, you're always wondering who your listeners are. I'm a 20 year old something something, and I like to knit. Um, <laughs> so that person's. I'm out knitting there. right now. <laughs> I knitted this likeness of you. This likeness? <laughs> that would be kind of amazing. If, any, if you're out there, knitter. Knit a likeness of me. I would yeah, love that. If you're out there, knitter. We appreciate you. Where's your there? Got <laughs> <laughs> really philosophical. I, I like what you did Where there. Where is there? Where are we? Where are we? Should we talk about it? Right now we're sitting on we're a bed. We're already talking about it. Sitting on a bed in an office. But it's not weird. But it's not weird that we're on the bed? <laughs> no. No, Deanna Smith is on the bed. Totally, work, but it's totally normal. Totally not weird that we're sitting cross-legged facing each other holding microphones on a bed. In an office. It's a really comfortable bed. Drinking cider with the door closed. <laughs> totally <laughs> Is there normal. any other way? <laughs> I feel like, I mean, we're going to attack this question at some point, but I also feel like I want to introduce th- our listeners to the concept of beverage. <laughs> oh, yeah. We just we just coined this term, be- beverage. I was looking for, I don't, I, I, I'm not sure how it came about, but I think my beverage was on a ledge over there. Yeah. And then the idea of beverage being beverage privilege. And the fact that it is Sunday at, what is it, 6 p.m. and we're drinking... We're drinking delicious cider infused with spices from fall. And a bit of bourbon, if you want it. it Maybe. It might be there. Where's there? I mean... (laughs) (laughs) The bourbon could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. Yeah, and there's maybe a certain amount of privilege in this beverage. Yeah. And I also like the idea of of beverage... Um, perhaps could relate to people called Beverly. Yeah. I've never met a, a, an a down on our luck Beverly. An unprivileged <laughs> Beverly. Correct. Yeah. Most of the Beverly's I've known have been, you know, maybe, um, m- you know, music teachers who have a lot of power over me or, uh, you know, p- politicians and law- lawmakers. Beverly's. Yeah. They seem to have a lot of, a lot of privilege. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be now listeners named Beverly who are going to call in and be like, <laughs> I've come from the school of hard knocks. <laughs> Beverly, if you're out there and you got another story <laughs> Beverly, to tell, just keep keep holding on. Let us know. All right, Beverly. Um, I think somebody needs to bring that name back, Beverly. And I'm really loving the idea of a baby called Beverly. No one does that anymore. There's a reason, probably. A baby. Not yeah. even a toddler, just a straight up like baby that you refer to as Beverly. No, you refer to her as Bev. <laughs> <laughs> Bev is the name of at least half of the women. I'm in a women's orchestra. Oh, and, and they're I'm upwards 30 of, and I'm the They're youngest. upwards of 50? I'm yeah. the youngest at 30 by far, and I would say there's a disproportionate number of Beverly's Absolutely. in the orchestra. I, and again, in an orchestra, that's, there's Bevelich right there. I mean... <laughs> you're right. You're playing a string instrument in a collection, an ensemble of musicians. That's that's Bevelage. You know, I just realized that I knew I knew kind of down on our luck. Bev, though, she was a Bev. She wasn't a Beverly. She worked. Um, she had one super strong arm because she. <laughs> Sounds crazy. I didn't realize how crazy I was going to sound until I said it. Try to paint a picture Huge for you guys. Hulking arm in this tiny Tyrannosaurus kind of. Rex useless other arm. <laughs> kind of picture. A woman in her early 40s with spiky blonde hair, um, you know, sun sun wrinkles around the eyes, not unattractive, one super strong arm because she worked in like um, 
what would be a Detroit like Ford Ford Motor Company like a Detroit like, like in car like, dzz, car like drilling that was her job every day was to like to drill, drill. <laughs> Marnie's making eyes at the gesture <laughs> I'm making to drill like one bolt like, or nut or something yeah all day long with the same arm maybe she could have switched up her arms or something to keep it to keep it balanced I guess that really was on her on you Bev but she you know lost her job because it's Ford and it's Detroit and that's the Bev that we were referencing that's her John like you know what fuck you I'm named Beverly but she wasn't referred to as Beverly and maybe that's the key she was just Bev Bev there's something noble and simplistic Bev you know it's humble it's not trying to <laughs> this has gone way sideways <laughs> yeah so where's there where is there that's the question that we are pondering today on the we, podcast we are we're not officially in oakland at the moment but we are where in south berkeley we're in berkeley we're we're steps away from the oakland border but we are in fact technically in berkeley california yes and you were telling me about a quote oh right yeah um so uh, gertrude stein famously said i think it's gertrude stein it might have been um someone else <laughs> guys google it you're on the yeah, internet I didn't think to google it earlier figure it out it, it might be um it might have been somebody else but saying about oakland there's no there there and do you think that's true which is well it's it's repeated a lot in in here and there and sometimes about writing and stuff people will be like there's no content there's no meaning here there's no there yeah. there's no there there you know it's been kind of taken to new levels but when I first got here, this woman that I met, who was incidentally not named Bev, <laughs> could have been. She sort of had Bev-like qualities to her. Did she have one super strong arm? She had two super strong <laughs> arms. I was working, I was landscaping stuff in her backyard, and she was very brash and <laughs> kind of like a middle-aged and opinionated strong woman, lesbian. Is it weird that I'm trying to picture a porn sort of thing? The landscaper and... <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, it lends itself to that pretty, pretty well. Okay. Uh, I put in a hot tub for her and her backyard. Shut it. That's a different podcast. Wow. All right. We got kicked out of it one night, but I digress. Anyway, she was driving me around when I think we were probably on our way to the Home Depot or on our way from the Home Depot, which was always the case, one or the other. Yeah. Um, and was sort of talking about how that quote is often misunderstood that Oakland isn't just a place where there's no there, that she was actually talking about her former childhood home that had been raised to the ground. Oh my gosh. And there was no more house there. Like there was quite literally nothing there where she, her, all her memories and everything were. So I think she was saying that, and I could be wrong about this, but what I took away was that the quote meant that she, in thinking of this place where she had had all of this history and meaning, it no longer existed. So in, in speaking of it, it was, she said there is no there, there, like it's gone. Like there's no, there's nothing there to attach this meaning to. Yeah. Or the place where this meaning was born is now vacant. It's been eradicated. And there's no there, there. That's what that means. That's interesting. My understanding. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sort of um, interesting. Like it's interesting because the idea of like, where is there? You know, where are we now? We're in California. Where are you? And you live in Montreal. I live in Montreal. I'm from Montreal, too. I, I am very present in this moment, in this place right now. Oftentimes, I'm physically in a place, but mentally somewhere else, mm. maybe. I um, You know that um, famous quotation, uh, life is what happens when you're, when you're busy making other plans? Yes. Because um, I've moved here, and I'm, I'm from Montreal, too, actually. We knew each other in, in Montreal. Uh Briefly, while well, still there. Super briefly, mm-hmm. but it worked out. But we, you, you, um, emceed some meow mixes. Abigail Lapel like had this women songwriter night that 
she put together that I played in a lot, and there was a couple times where you emceed it. Yeah. And then there were well, I did do Meow Mixes, but that one, just to give it proper credit, was called Cat Call. Oh, Cat Call. Sorry, yeah. not a different a different cat name. The Meow <laughs> thing threw me off, but yeah, it was yeah. Cat Call. Cat Call was Ab- was Abby's was Abby's night of songwriters. Oh, so good, I loved it. Mm-hmm. And Dion emceed a couple of those, and uh, you used to play with someone else. Her name is Melissa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She now lives in Northampton and is married. Really? Farms things, yeah. Yeah. But um, we met there, and then since then, I've, I've relocated to, Cal- to New York and then California. And you're all over the place, too. You know, you're, in, you're in Montreal. You're in, you're in Australia a lot. I am indeed. I hear you're big in, in <laughs> Australia. I hate when people say that. You're big in Australia. Like, you're actually not big. In this you're, you're fantasy the same, land. The that... same size, quite small. <laughs> I'm small in Australia, just like here. Like, I'm no taller. I'm the same size. Why do you have to bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> but you have, like, this presence all over, kind of, in different places, like Montreal, and, like, you do comedy all around, and you tour around, and do, do a lot of things, and I've also relocated. I like, do have a very nebulous sense of home at the Where moment. is your there? Oh my goodness. I think I've been I've been working on that or thinking about that a lot. I don't know. The truth is, and I'm sorry Montreal listeners, it's not really Montreal anymore. I'm kind of I have one foot out. I've had one foot out for a while. I've got to make a move to some there, but I don't know where. But but for that reason I do try to really be just present wherever I am. Um cuz that's a better way to live, I think. So right now there for you is nowhere. There for you is on there, an airplane or no? It's here. It's right, right now here, here, on, this right here bed on this bed with you. What Where is, is wh- there? It's the bed. Here's a funny thing at at camp, and I don't know how much if we're going to talk about this at all. At a camp, which we both went to recently, you may have heard of it. The somebody, mountain. It was referred to as the mountain. The mountain. I was staying in a cabin 22B, and somebody asked me. Where do you live? They go, where do you live? And they meant like in Someone the world, camp in life. You where yeah. You live. Where do you live? And I went like, I said, oh yeah, 22B. 22B. <laughs> I'm over 22B. And they just started cracking up. They're like, no, like what city do you? And I was like, <laughs> oh, right. beautiful. But it's like That's in this amazing. moment, I live in 22B. Well, one of the things that we're trying, like that is said of A camp with this little sort of semi slogan that is not the official slogan of A camp at this time, but could be, I think, is be right here. Yes. I love that. Which is something that, um, Reese and Linnea, Reese being the creator of Autostraddle, uh, have had with their campers as like kind of a slogan, like be right here, which works on, I think, a lot of levels mm-hmm. at camp, which is this place where everyone can come and be themselves and like be present and be real in a way that maybe they can't be elsewhere and they can be right. They can feel right. They can be right. And then also be right here as in be in this moment, just be here. And that's such a beautiful thing to have said when someone said, where do you live? And you're only on the mountain for what, four or five days yeah. at most. And and then to say, oh, I live in... I live in 22B. I live in 22B. <laughs> that's where I live. Yeah. And I'm in 23C. And that, that actually does feel kind of like where you live at that time. Because camp is such a vacuum of time and space where suddenly the rest of the world dissolves. And and that is the present. And that's like a really... That's a really beautiful way of, of putting it. That you're so present in that moment. I think that so. I mean, there. there's no other way to be in that moment. <laughs> Well, there is 22B. <laughs> 23B, 22B. There are other Bs. Um, where is your there? Where is there? Um, you know, uh, right. I guess my, right now my there is here, which is Berkeley. But um, I've kind of also been in a similar place for the last, I guess, maybe five years where I left Montreal, but I left it on non-committal terms. I wasn't... I wasn't. I didn't want to leave Montreal. I you subletted your place. I wasn't ready to leave. I was leaving as a way to. I was leaving Montreal to leave another person who mm-hmm. was not in Montreal. <laughs> and I mean, there's a lot that can be said about that. But 
I left Montreal not ever fully really letting go of it. Okay. And I, I kind of still have it in a way where I've always kind of had a foot back still there. Um, and I moved to New York and then I moved from New York. I was there for like just a minute and then I moved out here to California. And California has this thing where there's no seasons. So time passes in this really strange vortexy way where the backdrop never changes. Right. So when a thing happens, it could have happened last week or last year and there's no way to really know because time passes so so quickly, it seems like you can't say, oh, there was snow on the ground then, so it must have been winter. Yeah, or, that's really interesting. There was, it was rain or it was raining. It's not even, it doesn't even rain. You know, you can't even say, oh, it was raining, so it must have been the rainy time or there was fall colors. It's just always the same. So things have happened and I can't, I don't know if it was a month ago or three months ago or six months ago. It just happened at some point in the past. Oh, that's really interesting. And it creates this really strange passage of time that when I first got here, the woman who I referenced earlier, not Bev. Right. <laughs> with the two strong arms. <laughs> I met other women too that, that were in the same orchestra and they would all say, oh, I got here and I thought I was going to be here for a year or five years and 25 years later, I'm still here. And and I thought, oh, that's crazy. Like, that, I've never heard anything like that. And now, three years later, I'm still here. And I feel like I've just gone here. And I, I feel like, yeah, it went by you know? fast. And it doesn't feel like there yet. Like, it still doesn't feel like there. I'm still very firmly planted in Canada in my mind mm -hmm. and in my heart. Like, I've always kind of been almost on the verge of thinking, when am I going to go back? You know, it's inevitable I'm going back. And I'm still here. And then more things keep happening. I keep progressing forward here in this place where this life is developing and I hadn't ever planned on it. And that was what made me think of that quote. Life is what happens when you're busy making other plans yeah. is that, you know, I've got, I, I think I perpetually live in the past. So I have this like nostalgia attached to Montreal and all these things. And meanwhile, my life here is like forging onward and I'm still kind of looking backward and I'm trying to figure out where there is. Cause where there is for me is where it was. Yeah. And then, but you're there can't be what was. And when I, I was, uh, right before we started recording this, I, I, I was thinking about that quote and I was pretty sure it was John Lennon, which it was. Spoiler alert, it was. John Lennon said that. He said, life is what happens when yeah. you're busy making Spoiler but, alert. I don't know, for those of you who have iPhones, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of this thing called Siri, this thing on the iPhone. I've heard of Siri. Where um, you ask Siri something if you're like super lazy and you don't want to Google it. Um, and I thought, well, I would, I want to just Google who said that. So I know for sure who said it. So I don't embarrass myself on the podcast. And I say that I don't know who said it or whatever. And I thought I'll just, I'll just double check. And then I thought, oh, maybe I'll just ask Siri. Okay. Because, and what did Siri shoot Because, back? um, uh, maybe they, they've, you know, iOS seven, like they've, they've made it better and, so I asked Siri, I said, who said, and I took a screenshot of this. It's not good for radio, but I took a screenshot. I can ver I'll verify this in just, a Just to be able to prove it. And I said, who said, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans? And she said, I didn't find any appointments between today and January 27th, 2014. What? That was what Siri said. Who said life is what? And I thought, wow. It's <laughs> really weirdly... Profound. Thought, first of all, why don't I have any appointments? <laughs> I have no, nothing to do for I the next year. I have no bookings. I'm free. If anyone wants me on their podcast, that's crazy. Just reach out because I have no appointments between now January 7th, 2014. But also, what happens on January 27th, 2014? What is that day? What does Siri know that I don't? January. Why is that 27th. the cutoff day? Of of things is that is there something is that the end of the world? I don't like, know. You should put a little mark on that in your like calendar. what? 
what what's going to happen? And I thought, so then there's a follow-up to this. <laughs> Siri continued. <laughs> Siri continued. I thought, well, maybe I didn't word it that well. Okay. Because now Siri is making me not only feel bad about myself, but also make me feel like I have a year left to live and then the world's going to end. But you straight up said, who said? And then who said? Quote. Yeah. yeah. And I paused, but yeah. the, quote, the comma didn't show up in the translation, but regardless. So then I, I decided to reword it. And I said, who said the quote, which should be quotation, but yeah. quote, who said the quote, life is what happens. Blah, blah, blah. And, then, and then in response to that, she oh, wrote, gosh. Oh, gosh. I'm Siri, but I don't like talking about myself, Marnie. What? <laughs> she's she's kind of implying that she said that quote. Yeah, I, I kind of kind of yeah, and also just sort of making me feel very philosophical in general to this like the quote itself is very philosophical. Serious? That, you know. Kind of seems like a pain in the ass. And then she comes back with these really abstract uh, answers. Is she ever helpful? And I'm like, what are you trying to tell me? Like just give me some answers, you know? Like that's your one job. You had one job, Siri. Just give me some answers. And she's sort of like the horse ebooks of the iPhone. You know, horse ebooks. No, I don't know oh, horse never ebooks. Mind that. It's this Twitter thing, but it's since been discovered as being this Buzz- BuzzFeed guy was behind it. But like, it was this Twitter that was sort of like a bot that put out all these sort of abstractions that people got really into. You should look it up after. Horse ebooks. Check out horse ebooks. Um, Can. And I don't, I don't, I don't have any plans between now and January twenty seventh, <laughs> two thousand fourteen. So I'm pretty ready to continue reflecting on well, on where there is. Can we can we ask Siri? I want to see what she's going to say when we say who said the quote. There is no there there. Yeah. We're pretty sure it's Gertrude Stein, but let's. It might have been. It wasn't Gloria Steinem. I want to say it was. It must have been Gertrude Stein. Okay, so am I gonna? I'll just ask let's her. do it. Let's find out. Should I say who said the quote? Do you? What do you think is like going to talking about herself? Oh, that's true. What's going to yield better returns? Do you think? Just who said? Who said? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking Siri now. Okay. Who said? Wow. I didn't even get to finish my question. Um, Siri, she said, down. "I am Siri." In the middle of in the middle of it, so she's obviously very sure of herself. Okay. Wow. I just tried to ask her that. I just tried to ask her who said there's no there there. And Siri interrupted me to say, I don't know where you are. Let's try again. Which is, which if is that's again, not, where, is, if where that, is there? If that's not the answer, she's saying, look, I, I don't have the answer for you. I don't know where Can we try are. one more time. Okay. One more time. It's really interrupting. She figured it out. It was Gertrude oh, Stein. Oh, wow. Finally, she comes through for Gertrude us. Gertrude Stein. Yeah. She's like, all right, fine. I'll give you your answer, even though it, you're lazy and you should find your answer. I know. I like yourself. how she goes, I found this on the web. Yeah. Like, like you could have you Googled this. Let me Google that for you. I found this on the web. Yeah. So where's there? Where is there? Well, I was going to, I was going to interject earlier and say the idea of there being no seasons in California. I hadn't thought about that. And I'm maybe wondering if that's why you're going so hard with fall festival today. Oh yeah. It's fall festival here at my house. I came home this afternoon to cinnamon brooms all over the house. Did you know about cinnamon brooms listeners? I didn't know about cinnamon brooms. I don't know if uh, Canada doesn't have Trader Joe's, um, which is a huge much to our problem in Canada. I, I think it's only a matter of time. But regardless, I was at Trader Joe's today here in America, and they have cinnamon brooms. Here in America. Here in America. <laughs> America has cinnamon brooms. What do you have? Canada? Cinnamon brooms. Just kidding. You have maple syrup and delicious things. Healthcare and gay marriage. 
<laughs> and I hung one on the wall and it smells like delicious cinnamon. I made cider. You and made cider. cider. Mm-hmm. And an apple crisp. A vegan gluten-free apple crisp. Vegan gluten-free apple crisp. That was in my honor. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm trying to sort of um, squeeze every little bit out of fall that I can get. Because in, in Ottawa, where I'm from, in Montreal, fall is so fun. It's so crisp. It's sweater weather. I love sweaters. Yeah. I love... I love cider. I love pumpkin patches or the idea of them. I don't actually go to them. <laughs> I, just, I love, you know, all the aesthetics of fall and like scarves and breath in the air. Yeah, your breath in the fall's air. perfect. You know, and it's just like, you know, it's chilly outside and you have your scarf on, cuddling A and cuddling. all the things about fall. I just love it. And here it's California, so it's sunny again and a little too warm for my liking. I can't wear my scarf out sweating i know so pumpkin patches i feel like i mean i haven't been in the states in fall in a while so i don't know if it's been going on for a while but i feel like suddenly everything is pumpkin spice like right like everything 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 i can't i can't even i almost bought pumpkin spice rooibos tea today really sorry joe's for you but i didn't because i thought i can't you know what it's too much (laughs) (laughs) i thought no i will not get behind this i won't participate in the furthering of the pumpkin spice agenda. I can't condone the all this ra- pumpkin spice. Radical pumpkin spice agenda. I saw like an independent coffee shop today. I was driving by. I believe it was in Oakland. And they had a huge banner. Independent coffee shop. Huge banner like, we have pumpkin spice lattes. And I was like, jeez. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm just going to go on a limb here. They're not actually that good, in my opinion. What is pumpkin spice? All spice? It's like, I don't know. Exactly. There is no spice of pumpkin. You know, there's no, <laughs> so you're adding it to your various bakings. It's nutmeg, like pumpkininess with, I guess, I, have, I assume a lot of nutmeg and cinnamon thrown in but yeah i don't even think it's it's not really a thing i think that they're just creating it like there's no there there with pumpkin spice <laughs> you really brought this back around yeah, you know it's a podcast i think we've done it i think it's been 20 minutes we've mused on this i anything... have so many more questions than do you though i mean we do you started wanna... with no i mean we started with the question where is there and we've been talking about a lot of things but i'm just left with all these with more questions about questions about questions, you know, it's like been a very introspective podcast. Sometimes that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. And so in conclusion, where is there? To be honest with you, and I probably shouldn't reveal this 20 minutes in, I don't fully understand the question. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about? Because you, you seem mm-hmm. to be referencing mm-hmm. a sense of home. Well, the where thing is, is, is there? that where is there... Uh, maybe you're not meant to fully understand it. I want to be like, whatever there's there, there's there, and here Where's is here. Where's there... Is anything there? Is anything there? If you're always here, where's there? That's a really good question. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) We leave you with this? Yeah, let's think about that for another week, listeners. Think about it. If you're here, where's there? It's just a lot of nodding right now. (laughs) Silent nodding and the sipping of cider. Enjoy the fall, listeners. Questionable at Best is available every Thursday at nomoradio.com. Check out the website to join in on the weekly Questionable at Best comment thread. Head over there. Talk about this stuff with us. Weigh in. Ask more questions. Answer questions. Get involved. Paint a fence. Make it happen. Join the community. I don't know if there's a community, you guys, and paint a fence is not a thing that people say, so I don't know why I just said it, but um, just go over there. I would love to continue this conversation with you. Support for the No More Radio Podcast Network comes from the Montreal Improv Theater. Check them out at montrealimprov.com. Our cool graphic was designed by Charlie Sneaker. Her work is on Instagram, Charlie 
underscore design. That's Charlie with a Y. Do not be fooled. Our super sweet intro and outro music, which you're listening to right now, was composed by comic and renaissance man Mike Carosa. His Twitter is Mike Carosa. That's two R's, two Z's, two A's, although not sequentially. You'll figure it out. Also, I just said renaissance man. If you are listening in the UK, I say to you, renaissance man. I'm Deanne Smith. I have an internet presence. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you again next week.